It is happening Friday. That's what this is. We've got a special show coming to you today from our beautiful, beautiful Bucks County. We all know how much we love and adore all the communities of Upper, Central, and Lower Bucks because that is our life, our love, and we are here. We are all here to help so many communities out there. All of them, all across, whether it's even here in Bucks County or whether it's outside of Bucks County, it could be across the world. We are just here to help lift you up, give you support, give the positive love that you need to carry on no matter what it is during your day, no matter what you're doing. We are here to share your stories, share your love, and just inspire and to believe and know that you can achieve what your mind is set out to do. And believe me, this guest that I have coming on, she set something in her mind that she knew she was going to do, and she did what she planned on. And it's an amazing story. I have a a beautiful, beautiful lady coming on. She's absolutely stunning. She is Donna Rojat... I'm sorry, I'll repeat that again. Donna Raggio. She is a resident here in Bucks County, but she sold her hair salon. And she's going to tell this story because this just floors me every time I hear it. She sold her, her salon here in Doylestown and she moved to an island. <laughs> What a brave woman, but she, you know what? She was very successful. Whatever she did, she did what she knew she could manage moving away from Bucks County, moving away from the United States, and moving to Spain and making a life and another business. It's just amazing. She proves that you can and are able to do anything you set your mind to. And that's the idea. So she is back here in Bucks County. She has started a new business and she's going to come on here, tell us all about herself, give this story and where she found the courage to sell that salon and move to an island. (laughs) I am just uh, so happy that I've met her during my travels. That's what it was. I was actually traveling across the country Somebody introduced me to her, and here she is um, on my podcast. Cannot wait for Donna to come on board. So let's give a few minutes here. We're going to give her about, say, about three minutes, and then I'll give her a call. All right, Bucks, stand by for Donna Raggio. Bucks County Bites, as I said in the intro, we have a very, very cool special guest today. And Donna, you are one amazing woman. I am so fortunate to have you today on the show. Bucks County Bites is having Donna Raggio on the show to tell us all about who she is and what she's all about. And really, what we want to know, what Bucks wants to know is, how did you manage to sell that salon and move to an island? (laughs) So we're going to find out a little bit more about that. So Donna, why don't you give a little intro, a little background to yourself on who you are, you know, where you're originally from, if you're from Bucks or you're from the outside area, 
why don't you tell the audience all about yourself? All right. So I, I am a native Bucks County. Um, since second grade, I grew up actually in Southampton and I moved up to, I guess, Buckingham Doylestown, you know, in the last 20 years, mm-hmm. I guess. But I grew up in, you know, I really grew up in Southampton, you know, went to all the elementary schools, went through William Tennant. <laughs> and then now, now I'm now I'm landed in, in Doylestown, but um, my home is actually in Ibiza, Spain. So but, that's really where you call home. That is where I call home. <laughs> but you're an original Bucks County resident. I so, am. <laughs> this is what really, I mean, when I first met you, I was still traveling. I was still driving a lot. And I met through a mutual friend of ours. And you kind of came into my life during a very, what was it, a crazy snowstorm. It was a crazy snowstorm. I got you home, didn't I? (laughs) Or I got you to the airport. I forget what we were doing, but it was nuts. Yeah, I think I took you to Doylestown. Um, But it was crazy. I think we were coming back from Newark, wasn't it? Was I getting Yeah. You were my savior, complete savior. (laughs) I got kind of stranded in Newark and uh, our mutual friend called you and you were coming from JFK and you were kind enough to pull off from JFK and pick me up from Newark and bring me off. That's right. And the the roads had not even been plowed. The snow, the trucks were out there, not even, they didn't even start yet. And we're just plowing right through that with a Jeep. It was quite a journey. It was quite fun. But but that's how we met. And I'm so fortunate that we were able to, because we've had this interesting, um, you know, friendship during all these years. And now when I found out later that Donna had this beautiful salon and she's a beautiful hairdresser and you do, you're gorgeous. You have the most gorgeous hair I've ever seen in my life. And <laughs> you, you are um, just an amazing woman that you could actually decide that you wanted to sell that business. What what brought you into the salon business to begin with? Where did you you know, become the hairdresser? Did you go to school, what, 20 years ago? How long has it been? 10? I actually went, I went to to beauty school while I was in high school. So I did the half day at the high school and half day at the tech school and started working at my first salon when I was 15. Oh my gosh. You've been doing this a long time. Many long years. Time. Okay. 35. So at one point you decided, I, I just don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of the salon business. Are you just, I mean, you still love it, right? You just didn't want to be a salon owner. Yeah, actually, I, it, it didn't really go down like that. I knew that So my daughter was supposed to, she did graduate from high school last year. And I kind of gave my team a five-year warning of saying, you know, in five years, when my daughter graduates from high school, I'm going to move full-time to Spain and live, you know, live in Ibiza. And um, what happened was about three years into it, it, three years into the five years, I had, um, it was a friend at the time and they were looking to invest in a company and they came to me and said, we want to buy your salon. And I said, great, it's in two years. And they said, well, we kind of want to buy it now and I was like oh okay oh so, so it was kind of a yeah. surprise like all of a sudden now you you hadn't really thought about it yet because it was planned but not yet it was just, right it was planned and then it, it was an executable task that I was doing and I wasn't expecting to sell it two years early but it was a good fit but it was so. a, a time it was perfect timing in a way because it's like all right let's do this I'm going to sell a salon and did you really know where you wanted to move to why, why Spain? Why Ibiza? Why did you go to the island? Was there something about that that drew you there? Something of, I mean, it's a beautiful place. The people are beautiful. Absolutely yeah. stunning. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So um, my boyfriend and I, at the time, we started traveling together. Well, he actually moved. He lived here and moved to Germany. And when he moved to Germany, I was traveling back and forth. So I would live transcontinentally one week in Europe and one week in the U.S. And I did this uh, probably about seven years. I did this back and forth. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of traveling back and forth. It it was. So we lived for like four and then and we started just to kind of travel through Spain, France, Italy, and all over the place. But I wanted to have a place that was grounded so that when my daughter graduated, I would have a home base kind of in the middle. I kind of look at it like it's in the middle because I can go east, I can go west, I can go to Asia, I can come back it to the U.S. The You're absolutely yeah. right. You can go either direction. Yeah. You have yeah. the, the access to the European countries at that time. And you also could come over here to the U.S. and go wherever. So, yeah, it was kind of middle, middle of the world, if you want to call it that. That's how I was looking at it. Right, right. So, yeah, you're fortunate to enjoy that beautiful island, the sun, and everything else. But didn't you start a business when you were there, too? Because you're a business person, so you enjoy that. What was something that you... I know that you had talked about doing like um, Airbnb kind of rentals that you were doing there on the islands at your place? Yeah, so I don't do Airbnb there. Actually, at the same time I bought the house was when all the laws were changing. So I ended up, um, I have a two-part property. So a one-bedroom apartment upstairs and then a three-bedroom flat downstairs. So I rented out the the one-bedroom long-term. So I've had a tenant in there for like two and a half years. Oh my gosh. Which is... Yeah, she's she's wonderful. She's been there the so whole I, time, never left. <laughs> she's yeah, yeah, she's been there, she's been there the whole time. So this has Amazing. been pretty great. That's awesome. So you just decided to, or you know, you've got this, you know, you've got the tenant, you've got the rental there. Um, you're enjoying the time traveling back and forth. I mean, you've got a great family life. Everything's going well. What made you decide to, and I know you've jumped into multiple different types of businesses. Something that you just recently started, which is, you know, fascinating to me because you have this really high-tech brain of yours, which I want to call it, because you're like a financial whiz. So you're really good at that, helping people with financials so and so much more. But you decided to really kind of jump into a business that's helping a lot of other people out there. Yeah, so I've been coaching for on and off for I guess about 11 years. In the beginning, I, I in the beginning I did it really slowly. And then oh, so you've after been doing I doing this for a while. Yeah, the difference between what I'm doing now and what I did before was I used to just work with people that were really local. I really like communication and I like to help people and see people and form relationships, you know, being a hairdresser. I love relationships. So the difference for me now is that I'm doing it online and and reaching people all over the U.S. So this is a really beautiful thing, not just reaching the local people. It it gives me the ability, you know, with everybody used to Zoom now and everybody communicates through the computer and then with the videos and everything. Everything is virtual, so it's it's a lot easier to do now versus what it was to staying local. Now you can. You can reach across the world because you've got Zoom or, or any other ways of, um, you know, FaceTime, whatever you've got. People are constantly doing virtual work. That's just the yeah. way we're working. And there's, yeah. you know, when I was out in the road this morning. I actually had to go to the airport. I had to go to Marstown Airport today because my other half got a job up there. Um, he's a private pilot now, not a commercial. And uh, he's flying all over the world. 
<laughs> he's just changed. So instead Take of me. just so yeah, he's uh, he's jumping across the pond. He's doing uh, multiple things that he never thought he'd be doing, and now all of a sudden he is. But you know, just getting on the road. It has been a while, and there's just no traffic. Every you know, I go past the 202, the corporate area. There wasn't traffic. It was a very eerie feeling. Everybody is working from home. So, yeah. you know, you're right there with everyone else. You, or you're doing the online business. Um, you're helping people out with the financials. But you said you've been doing this for 11 years. Um, what made you decide to start that even going back 10, 11 years ago? And this is way before Zoom. You weren't using, yeah. you know, you weren't using it uh, a few years ago. This is all new. Yeah, I mean, I've been on the phone for a couple of years and yeah. through, you know, Facebook was the beginning launch of being face to face with people through the messenger, being able mm-hmm. to still have that video communication while I was traveling and everything. Um, years ago, you know what it was when I opened my salon, I learned a lot of things the hard way. And, um, after I felt like I got it kind of right, I really wanted to share it. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. When you're really doing it right, there's a lot of benefits and a lot of rewards. I have to share this information. So then it was just kind of seeking out the other people that wanted to wanted to kind of go through the process with me and, and take shortcuts. Okay. Okay. So did you ever um, have anybody like say you have all your clients there in the salon? Did you actually help the people like your clients right in the salon that, you know, would come to you for help? You know, they know that you were doing this type of work. So, you know, you're just cutting their hair and you're doing all the, their work, but were you doing like that kind of work for them too? Doing financials and consulting? No, them? no, not, typically no, not my clients of the okay. salon. It was, other, it was other salons. Um, it was actually, it was a salon. It was a plastic surgeon office, um, dermatology office and a gym, you know, somebody that ran a gym. It's, I, I like see you get multiple clients all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the service industry. I like team you know, team and collaboration and how we can reward our team Mm -hmm. to do better, be better and enjoy more and have the fruits of their labor as well. Not just, not just go straight to the entrepreneur. I think this is equally as important to have a balance. Interesting. Now that's how you know Jay Williams then, isn't it? Jay? Yeah. Jay Jay is actually wearing his shirt today. He'd be so proud. (laughs) (laughs) Because Jay, you, we reached out and we did our podcast. He's a very fascinating person, but he had, I guess, his sister who wrote the book it was about, she's a hairdresser, I think. Is Jay's sister, I think, is a hairdresser? Because she I know. wrote some kind of book where he uses um, all his, his wisdom is very good because it comes down to the hairdressing. He knows a lot about that well, industry. He was in the industry, so he worked for Bumble and Bumble. That's how I met him back oh, in the day. Oh, okay. He, I he left that piece out. I didn't hear about that. Um, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if that's a... He worked for Bumble and Bumble. So I, I met him due to the salon and he lives local to here, you know, obviously Bucks County. So him and I are great friends. He's he's awesome. He's an awesome guy. He lives oh, what he, he is. He is. He says what he lives. He lives what he says. I love people like this. Oh, yeah. It was ama- that was an amazing connection. Like I said, you have wonderful people out there, wonderful clients. And here you are, you know, you're just going to a different level at this point because you've been through a lot, owning the salon, moving across the world as, as you have. And now you've got this amazing, um, I guess you could call it a consulting business. What's the, what is the name of the business that you have right now? 
It's actually it's Donna Roggio LLC. And then um, a subsidiary of that is the Beauty Business Coach. So I like to, I love to work in the industry because I'm passionate about it in the beauty industry, but I, I like small business as a whole. So um, I kind of have two different caveats running. Now, how long have you had, how long have you had this program running? You've put this work, like a work court, like a course together, a workshop. How long did it take for yeah. you to put that together? So I worked with this awesome woman, um, Jen, I think maybe, oh, yeah, yeah, you Jen. interviewed Jen. Yeah, I know Jen. Yeah. She was on the podcast. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jen was my coach when I got I got back to the U.S. Um, in September. So I knew that I wanted to hire a coach because I think that I know what I do in the value, and I know that if I wanted to put together a course, I needed to find somebody that knew how to do it. I didn't need to invent a wheel. So um, yeah, Jen and Jen and I worked together, and we worked together for three months. Wow, and, it took um, three months to put the course together. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of caveats in it. You know, you're teaching somebody about their financials. So it's not just like, hi, here I am. This is what color you wear. <laughs> and it's not about building structure. It's about Excel and Google Drive and downloads and uploads. A lot yeah. more, a lot more involved than just a beauty, beauty situation. I mean, beauty salons a lot to run and take care of, but you've got a whole nother aspect of putting this, this course, this workshop together. It is, it's a lot of detail. And so Jen was there helping you along the way during the three months that you were putting it together, right? Yeah, she was fantastic. Really she, fantastic. Did she worked with you. How many times a week did she work with you to, to get this together? Oh, I got to torture her a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I got to torture her a bunch. I, I, I think that what she did for me, I don't know if she'd necessarily do that for everybody because uh, <laughs> I really tortured her in the beginning. <laughs> no, um, she was fantastic. You know, she she has this teacher organized mindset and an entrepreneur has this kind of like vision mm -hmm. and she really helped me to pull all the vision together. And yeah, it was great. Oh, so we were together fantastic. a lot. So and now once you put this course together, you got this workshop together. So basically you're taking it, you put it out there online, you're doing pro. How do you do this? You're putting promos out there. You're reaching out to a huge audience, worldwide audience, right? to get this out well, there so people yeah, see I'm not, really, I'm not really focused worldwide right now. I like the U.S. is cool for me for right now oh, to okay. handle and get it. I think once the dollar, once the dollar changes to the euro or the franc, it's a, it's a little bit different of a situation um, and the banking systems and everything. So I'm really focused on the U.S. and small businesses. But um, it's a three-month course that um, we work together twice a week. Um, there's seven of us in it right now, seven wonderful ladies in it going through it, and I'm torturing them. Like, wow, you have gentle. seven women in your, with you right now working with you? Yeah, it's great. Wow. Oh, yeah. so you're so you're basically, are you teaching them the everything that's involved with this course so you can send, I mean, you're basically teaching them that course? Is yeah, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going through it hardcore. Yeah. Oh, my so. gosh. Yeah, they're doing great. They're doing amazing. I love watching this process, you know, because it's the first time that I'm doing it through Zoom and through the computer. It's really, it's amazing. I probably interact more than ideally I should if you're trying to really do a course that's kind of like what they would call evergreen. But I love the interaction and we get on the screen and we share a screen and they've become a great little community themselves working together and helping each other. And oh my gosh. Yeah, they've found some good money. They've, they've really found money that they didn't know they had and organizing money and saving money. It's, it's brilliant. It's oh, cool. that is fantastic. So you really are doing your job. You really are helping these ladies 
they signed up for the course, you're really getting them into it hardcore and they're learning and saving money, finding money. That's the idea behind it. That's what you're, that's what you're all about. Yeah. I love the idea of organization. I think that, you know, organization and money is something that we weren't just kind of like hair. We weren't taught how to do hair in school. You know, if we took a, what, what did they call it? Home ec when we were in school and they called oh, it home ec and home they ec, had yes. a balance. Many years ago, right? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they teach you how to balance a checkbook, but not really how to budget, how to understand your money, how to track things. And then there's the whole technology part, like how to organize it in a way that you can read it and understand it. So, yeah. So technology comes pretty easy for you when you put this course together. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of technology involved with this. So did that come the easy part for you, the technology end of it? You know what I, yes, it's self-taught um, through myself, through my own business. Um, I happen to love what the technology can offer us and make things easy and simplified. You know, with Google, with Google, I use Google all the time. Google Sheets, Google Drive. It's a great way to communicate and organize. So, yeah, so they're learning that too. I mean, a lot of the women on here, like they know how to click around in their mouse. You know, they know how to open a file maybe like today I was on and teaching them how to create folders in their Google Drive. Like wow. that wasn't original. That's something they did they weren't used to yeah. doing and now they're learning this just from being with you you're teaching yeah. them from the ground you're teaching them from the ground up i am that's empower that's empowering you're helping a lot of women and in turn those women will refer you to others and you'll be teaching and empowering more women to learn this trade to learn how to do this that's incredible yeah. Part of the process with my values, it's sense of purpose, sense of accomplishment. My last value is pass it forward. So I always want whoever I'm working with to pass on the knowledge to their team, to whoever's around them, their family, their children. I have my daughter that's going to go through the course, whether she likes it or not. She's a little resistant right now. But. <laughs> Your daughter, is she's not sure she really wants to do it, but you're going to have her do it anyway, right? I just think it's so important yeah, it but, is. You know, to understand budgeting and money. I, I mean... You know, she's working a couple of jobs. She's 18. She's making like 20 and $30 an hour. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what are you, this is insane. Like, you're not going to have any concept of what money looks like. Now, what is, <laughs> you she, know, what is she doing now with school? She's out of school, right? Uh, college. She, she's in Westchester University, but, you know, obviously, well, not They're obviously, but she's at home. Yeah. She's doing WCU and she's at home. So in between, she's door dashing, she's babysitting, she's doing all kinds of different she's things. She's making you know? money. So she needs to learn how to take care of that money. And you're yeah. you're the one that's going to teach her and you're going to teach her the course that you put together and have your own daughter do this. I hope so. so. <laughs> she's gonna, she may be in business with you before you know it. Yeah. <laughs> one could only hope. I hope she does. I'm, I'm sure she's a very smart girl. I'm sure she will. She'll understand it after a little bit. Just give her some time. And, you know, she's yep. still she's still very young. She wants to go out and have fun with her friends, even though we've got this whole COVID situation going on. But so I that's another question I wanted to ask you about during the pandemic. So when you were putting this course together, I'm guessing you did this probably middle of last year during this pandemic situation. So it was probably a good timing that it, it came through when you did it because there wasn't a lot going on other than just being home and doing virtual everything. So I, you know, I know that this is affecting so many people in so many ways. For me, the COVID, I really, 
I'm still enjoying the process of finding different things and watching how people develop in their own ways, especially for myself. I found art again. I haven't done art since I was a teenager. So actually when the COVID hit, I just landed, I shouldn't say when it hit, but when the quarantine hit, Mm -hmm. I had just landed back in Ibiza. And so um, you were back in Ibiza during the last March, 2020? Yeah, yeah, I landed March 9th. And I think, what do we go into lockdown the 12th or the 14th or something? So in the beginning, I was like, do I panic and fly home? I don't want to get on a plane. I'm panicked. I don't want to be sitting near all those people. The airports are going to be crazy. Do I just stay? How long could this be? Uh, My daughter's supposed to go to our prom. My daughter's supposed to graduate high school. Yeah, it was really overwhelming initially. And then, um, and then you just kind of fall into it. What was the choice, right? Right. So, um, first couple of months I loved I was home all the time I was doing art I was creating I was relaxing walking hiking I you know contacted my coaching clients that I had back in the U.S. and had communication with them but really this was an amazing time so I didn't build the course to be online until I got back here in September and then I so you were gone that almost a whole year during the pandemic it was five and a half months I was gone straight through which was the first it's not a bad place to be stranded at it's the first time that i haven't traveled i mean i i was on a plane at least every two weeks so um yeah five and a half months in one place it was it was really gosh it was really strange so you couldn't ask for a better place to be really i mean you think about the weather the food just the nature everything the surroundings to be there during the pandemic had to be amazing because really, I mean, they are, they're on an island. So you're not subjected to, I would say, as much as mainlands when you get into Europe or the U.S. So was the, were the numbers there low compared to maybe some of the rest of the world? You know, I felt really safe there, but they also took it really seriously. So they did like full on lockdown, I think, before a lot of other places did, the island did. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it was really strange, you know, because it's it's one of the top 10 places in the world to travel. And so you can imagine how many airplanes are flying overhead all the time. And to hear no airplanes in the sky for, for four months, it was bizarre. So you it didn't was, hear anything flying. There was no, no travel, so no, it was quiet. No, no in, no out. That's eerie. No, yeah, it, it was, but it wasn't. It was actually like, well, if nobody comes in and nobody's sick, it kind of feels really safe. Yeah. So if there was, I mean, I remember in the beginning when you were like, oh my gosh, there's eight people in the hospital. Like there's eight people. This is crazy. There's eight people, you know? Oh and, my, and that's so weird. Oh, I, I was just thinking about this. It had to be so different there, you know, with all the numbers being so high across the world, you know, especially US and Europe. And there you are in this small island. I don't know if it's small, but there you are kind of, protected but they are, took it serious and there was a serious shutdown lockdown then you did feel pretty safe you felt not like you were going to get exposed to anything bad because you probably had the numbers are probably so low there they probably yeah, had they a had, few cases yeah that. they did have the, they did have the few but when they did keep it locked down it, it did feel really safe it also felt really trapped like you're, you know, for me not to be able to come, I could have come back. Like I could have come back with obviously the U.S. passport. The problem wasn't that it was the, getting a flight. Like you couldn't get a flight. <laughs> so 
there was definitely that sense of like, all right, what happens if something happens with somebody in my family and I'm a, I'm on an island? Right. Like, you wouldn't be able home. to get out because there was no yeah. flights to even get out. Yeah, this was a little overwhelming, but you just try and again, you deal with the situation at hand. You try and do your best, have the best attitude and, and go through it and communicate with who you need to communicate okay. with. Okay. And then, then you came back, you said in September, so you came back to the mainland here. And that's kind of when you started to dive into putting this course together. Is that correct? Yeah, I was thinking about it on and off through it, through the quarantine, but I wouldn't say that I took action on it. So, um, yeah, so when I came back, I had already done the research to know what a course looked like, what I could do. And then I just then it was time to find the coach to do it and to create it. Now, you found Jen. Did you find Jen? Because I had her on the podcast, but did you know her before that? So did you get introduced yeah. to her before that, right? I feel like I might have set you up with her. I think you did because I found her. You know what? I think it was. You did. You put me in touch with three people and it was Jay and it was Jen. And there yeah. was one other person I think you set me up with too. There was, oh yeah. The in, what's her name? Um, in in uh, Spain. The lawyer. Oh, Denise. Denise. Denise is fantastic. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Denise. So she's... On the Rotary International, and I did. We had a wonderful, wonderful podcast. Um, we had a hard time connecting because of the, you know, being on the island. We had to use what's the uh, WhatsApp. That worked yeah. out pretty good, but we were losing each other, and I had to really edit that podcast to bring everything together. But you know, uh -huh. it was it, it was very successful. We had a great time. She had a great turnout on that podcast. So I, yes, so you're a very um, wonderful networking woman that if you want to <laughs> connect with Donna, she is the woman to touch base with. Um, very fortunate that you have this really wonderful mindset, um, you know, with financials and business and, and you really are empowering so many women out there. Now, if they want to touch base with you, how would they do that? Do they want to call you, email you, go through your, you have uh, your website, they link through there. What's the best way for someone to contact you? I definitely have the website. It's donnarogio.com. But you know what? I, I love Facebook. It's really easy to contact. So my personal name on my Facebook, just Donna Roggio. Mm -hmm. I do have the I do have the two different business ones, the Donna Roggio LLC and the Beauty Business Coach on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. But I like to communicate. So they can just friend request me on regular Facebook and uh, I'll get back to them and accept it and, and get chatting. All right. Mm -hmm. We'll make sure we get all those links put in too, because if they're going to contact you, we need to have every single link put in there because so many people do. They like using Facebook, Instagram. Um, some people like to use Snapchat to contact. So there's all different, all different uh, people. They love yeah. contacting many ways. And like they like Zoom. Some people don't like Zoom. They want to use FaceTime. So we'll make sure all those numbers, all your links are in there as much as I we have can. I have all of them. You do have all. We have, I have to. All of those. In today's world, we need every single way of um, you know contacting each other. There is no no question about it. Like I've got uh, we what is it WeChat, WhatsApp. I've got all those because people they contact me from Asia, and they go yep. through the WeChat, and then they're speaking Chinese, and then I have to translate from over from Chinese to you know English, and it takes so long to communicate, but. You know, I've got an AI program that actually makes it easier now, so I can just throw it in there and usually can have a faster conversation. A little bit easier. Wow. Yeah. So I'm sure you probably get people that will contact you from other countries. 
So you get people that ever call you that do speak Spanish, German. Are you fluent in any of those languages since you've... I am, I am not. I understand some Spanish. German is very difficult for me. Um, even though I was back and forth from there for four years, I find that when I travel, you know, through Europe, people love to talk English mm. and they love to speak English. So when you have a conversation and you don't understand, they just go right into English mode. They're they so do. lucky that they automatically learn English growing up and we only learn one language and we're the ones that, that we <laughs> that's, like. That is we're the so really. <laughs> right, because that's how it is. I mean, are there some countries that don't do that? I know people, what is it, in Iceland, in Norway, not so much English. Okay. Like they use their native language, so you have to kind of learn a little bit or have a translator, at least use your translator. Um, but there's yeah. some countries that they just, they don't use it. Um, but for the most part, like China and Japan, you know, most of them, they know English, they'll use it. You know, you try to speak yeah. their language if you can, because it's out of respect. I always try and do that. No matter what country I'm in, I will learn a crash course and use that translator and just try to speak their language. I lived in France for oh, I a while, so yeah, yeah I, I did that as much as possible. I had five years of French and I spoke as much French as possible and believe oh, it, they amazing. loved it. They loved it. That's, they usually tell me to stop. Like, it's okay. We'll speak English. Don't tell <laughs> Oh, that's great. So, Donna, where are you located right now? So, you are in, are you right there in Doylestown, located central? And you're, so you're going to be here for a while. You're, are you going back over to Spain anytime soon? What are you, What's your plans? So, I would love to. Um, and then to continue the business, you know, now that we have all the technology set up. But um, I think that I'm here for a while. You know, I, I'm comfortable here right now. I rented an office, so I live right in the center of town, and my office is right across the street in the center of town. And um, yeah, so I, I'm enjoying the time with my daughter right now. Well, I don't think you can go over. I don't think you can travel over there right now. Um, we've got a ban, so we still can't go over there. We can't go yeah, into UK, Spain. Yeah, if I have resi if I get my residency finished, I can because I have the house. I have the house there. But honestly, I'm kind of just okay right now and, and enjoying my daughter until she decides that she. I want to be her her college roommate for her first year until okay. she goes away. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Then you can stay put for a while because as people contact you, they need you. You're you're close by, and you know maybe you could. I don't know if you'd be able to meet with some people. They were local right here, or if you just rather prefer the Zoom uh, contact information. Yeah, I'm, I'm open. If people like to meet, I, I, you know, as long as we're safe distancing and protected, I'm okay. totally fine with it. Well, it's good to know. Good to know. That was an amazing, amazing podcast that you have done here. I am so fortunate that we had the time together for this. I know that you're using your video um, that you'll be using for your own um, publications and everything that you're going to be doing any promos for your business. But my end is going to be audio. So it will be interesting to see how it goes over and does the um, the editing. So because I'm catching some zoom, what I call the zoom effect, which is kind of like a, a bouncing a little bit of a bounce in the audio. And it happens every once in a while. And I've seen people that do podcasts with it and they sometimes it's not real clear and it kind of goes goes in and out a little bit. But I might be able to fix a couple of the words and I could hear it a little bit, but nothing bad. So it's it's clear. It's clear. So it, I'm happy to send you the audio recording in case this one doesn't have the bounce because you sound perfect. 
Yeah, yeah, you can send it to me. I mean, I've got it. So usually I do is I go through the edit process and I can usually fix anything that doesn't sound too good. I mean, every once in a while I'll catch it. Like even people that try to call me, like I have everything on silent, but sometimes there's a call that it slips through. And then I got to take that phone call that like, you know, there's, they're calling me. It's probably a spam call. And then they got to take right. this, those dials out, the, the ringing. Um, but it's not, it's not difficult to do. It just takes a little time. But yeah, send it over. I like to compare the two to see what the Zoom audio sounds like on your end versus my Zoom audio on the Zoom H6N. So I'd like to see the difference. I'd like to hear the difference. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. So Donna, I, I appreciate all your time here today on the Zoom. Is there anything else that you would love to tell the audience out there today? Um, I guess it's that I love the financials, but I love you know, just really helping people and nurturing people through their process, um, kind of like where they are and figuring that out and where to go instead of overwhelming them with, um, you know, overwhelming them with the technology and numbers. Numbers tend to be a little bit scary. And I really like to work with people so that they feel like, you know, this thing, like I can give you a fish and you can eat for a day or I can teach you how to fish and you'll eat for a lifetime. I want everybody to eat for a lifetime. That's great. I love it. I love it. Perfect. Perfectly said. Um, I wish you a wonderful weekend. I know the weather's gorgeous today, so hopefully you get out and enjoy it a little bit. And don't be behind Zoom all day and, and working on your course and doing everything you're doing. So try and enjoy it. Enjoy the weekend as much as possible, because I hear we might get a little bit more snow coming. So No way. <laughs> one more snowstorm, maybe a couple inches, but it'll melt so fast. It'll Don't worry about it. It's, there's a possibility of a little snowstorm. You know, it's all melted just about, and now we just might get a little dusting. <laughs> Funny. My car is on its last leg, and I just sent my dad a message yesterday and said, can I just use your motorcycle again? <laughs> you know, can I do that? And then I'm thinking, another snow. Maybe I don't want to use the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to get a little cold. It's going back down in the 20s again. So, yeah, there could be a little snow squall here and there because we're up here in Bucks County. We always get that snow. We're, we've yeah. got that tornado alley and snowstorm alley, so we know that we cannot escape it. We live in Bucks. <laughs> beautiful it's a beautiful county yes it is what is your what's so what would be one more question before you go so what's your favorite area of bucks county is it more up here in the north section of bucks do you like the central do you like south i mean i know that bucks is beautiful it's rural it's just got beautiful architecture just the landscape is outstanding what's your favorite area what would you say you love about bucks county you know, I, I, I wouldn't say that I've traveled. I mean, I'm sure I have traveled all over Bucks County, but I happen to think that where, where I am in like from Doylestown all the way up to the, to the Delaware river and up through New Hope and, and Carversville. I love Carversville. It's such an amazing, cute little town. I love it. And too. Drive, you know, like I said, I used to have a motorcycle years ago and, um, you know, riding your motorcycle through anywhere in Bucks County is beautiful. All the streams and the flowers changing, you know, the trees changing and, uh, and there's so many, oh, I love it. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is. Yeah, but I love where I am here. Yeah, we do. We love our Bucks County and that's why it's so important that when I get people on, especially if I know they're from Bucks, I always ask them, what is their favorite area? What do they love so much about Bucks? And everybody has something similar, but a little different too. So I enjoy hearing it. I love hearing about people and their Bucks County love. Yes. So Donna, enjoy. Enjoy the rest of the day. 
and don't work too hard. <laughs> I won't. I won't. It's never too hard when you love what you do. <laughs> that's that's true. That is so true. Yeah. Have a great one, and we will talk soon. Take care of yourself, okay? Thanks, Martha. Ciao. Bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye. Bucks County Bites. That was our Donna Brogio. She is a wonderful person and has multiple, multiple businesses throughout her lifetime so it's amazing that she's accomplished everything and she just she drives and drives and gets gets it done she is a person who has owned the salon who has moved to the island and you know is really her home but she's come back here and she's done an amazing amount of work and she just believes that she can help so many people and she can she's got this great workshop the course sign up for it check it out become one of her students let her help you work on financials work on areas that you need that work and help in your own business she can give you a hand just sign up on one of the links that i'm going to have here in the podcast will be in the podcast show notes so all those links in there contact her either through her email through Instagram, through Facebook, through Zoom, whatever it may be, those links will be in there so it'll be easy to find Donna. She's right here, located in Bucks County. At least for now, she probably will be going back home at some point when things ease up and that you can travel. So in the meantime, talk to Donna, message her, check out all her Instagram, all her posts. She's got a beautiful Instagram. And her Facebook is lovely. So everyone, have a wonderful weekend here in Bucks County. Enjoy the sunshine. Enjoy getting out. And that snow is just about gone. There's a few piles out there yet. But enjoy it because spring is just around the corner. Everyone in Bucks, enjoy your time with family and friends. Be safe. Be well. Stay healthy. This is Bucks County Bites over and out.